You're listening to South Florida Sunday. We thank you for joining us this morning, and we'd like to welcome our next guest, who is a name that should be familiar to you if you consider yourself a foodie here in Palm Beach County. Seth Kirschbaum is here, the executive chef for Good Samaritan Medical Center. Welcome to our show. Thank you. Good morning, Ron. And uh, why would folks find your name familiar in Palm Beach County? Um, I was actually on the uh, comedian stage uh, for about about 10 years. I'm actually a pretty funny guy. Um, no, actually, I've, you probably would know me from being at Restoration Hardware. I opened that big behemoth building on Okeechobee Boulevard, uh, serving up some very high highfalutin uh, fare. I've also opened and ran Sublime Restaurant in Fort Lauderdale, um, Darbster in West Palm Beach in Boca. So I've definitely been hiding out in the kitchens, um, not too much on the, the uh, comic strip. Well, I consider myself some, somewhat of a cook. I wouldn't use the term chef, but uh, gosh, I'd love to get together and take some uh, some pointers from you sometime. Absolutely. Kitchen's always open, my friend. It is a lot of fun, isn't it, cooking? I find it uh, really... Uh, what I like doing is I like walking into the kitchen and looking in the pantry and the fridge and saying, you know, there's nothing here to prepare. And the then taking a second look and saying, oh, well, you know, if I take this and I put that with this and then wind up cooking something and your kids say, wow, this is great. <laughs> I think that shows a lot of talent uh, when someone can go into the cupboard and just pull together some ingredients and make something fantastic. To me, that shows, that shows talent. It also shows uh, someone that can stretch that dollar. But uh, it's always <laughs> yeah. about a kitchen sink, right? You just get a pound of pasta and then you just like kitchen sink pasta. But usually those dishes come out the best. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about why you are here. And uh, you are here to talk about the holidays. And it's probably, and I have this theory, I, I believe it starts with Halloween because you go out and you buy all this candy. Agreed. And, and now you only get maybe five or six kids at your door. So what do you have? You got this big bag of candy sitting around. And before you know it, you've gone all the way through that. And by the time you get that last piece of fun size Snickers, right, it's, right. it's Thanksgiving and all that entails and leftovers. And then by the time that's taken care of, here we go with Christmas. After Christmas, it's New Year's. And I even throw in Super Bowl in there. Absolutely. Because uh, I can't think of anything more unhealthy than a Super Bowl party uh, arrangement. Six foot <laughs> subs, of course. Right, right. Why is it that Halloween, Halloween gets left out in, in the culinary world? Like, no one's really making anything great for Halloween. It's just, it's cupcakes, it's... Uh, candy. It's, it's dipped candy pretzels. Right. You know, no one's really looking at it. I think that someone needs to do a Halloween cookbook. So this is this is on my, uh, this is on my docket for 2020. All right, I'm writing Absolutely. it down. But now, it, there, are, there are ways to get through the holidays without eating unhealthy, and that's why you are here today. So tell us more. Yeah, absolutely. So um, everybody loves comfort food. That's what it's all about, right? So they want something that's going to make them feel good, something that maybe they ate uh, when they were growing up, something that's just going to feel good in the belly. But there's really a better way to do it. Um, obviously, leaving out um, too much fat, um, you know, making sure that your eyes aren't bigger than your stomach. I know I suffer from that. You know, I look at uh, I look at food. I look at a restaurant. I walk in. I look at the menu, and you know, it's always good to never go into a restaurant when you're when you're famished. You know, you haven't eaten all day. You're out shopping. Um, it's good to have little snacks through the day. Um, even fruit. You know, my wife brings around. She's got berries and a little Tupperware. She's got grapes with her, and she fills up. And so then, when it's time to eat, you know, she's not thinking. Oh, I need to really fill my belly um, and then you, of course you get sick from that so good to have a little snacks maybe even a little granola bar would be great that's what I do as a chef in the kitchen I have uh, I have some 
uh, raw mixed nuts. I'll have a granola bar. Um, I'll have my oatmeal at halfway through the day. And this way, when it's time to eat that meal, I'm not overeating. I'm not overstuffing. So now you're talking about foods that we should concentrate on in the holidays. What are the things we should avoid? Ah, um, honestly, uh, probably high-fat foods, high-carb foods, lots of sugar. Um, everything's got sugar in it these days, right? It doesn't matter if it's, uh, if it's a cake, if it's cookies, if it's wine. And I love wine, and I hate to be that guy to say that. Um, I love wine, alcohol, of course, all that stuff is good. But it's not so good for you. So it's all about moderation. It's all about balance. Um, staying away from the high fat, high sugar is probably your best bet. Honestly, Ron, I would say eat a salad. Put everything on top of the salad. So, you know, you want, you want that turkey. You want that grilled chicken, grilled shrimp. Put it on top of a big salad. And don't make it a boring salad. Throw some arugula in there for a little bit of peppery spice. You know, throw some spinach in there for a little bit of a little bit of heft. Um, throw some radicchio, some endive in there. Make it like a glorious salad, and then put your proteins on top of that, and let that fill you up. And this way, when it comes time for dessert, you'll have a little bit. You won't be like, I'm still hungry. I need something else. The real downfall, as far as I can tell from salads, is you know you do all this healthy stuff, and then you pile on all this on healthy salad dressing. Yes. Make a vinaigrette. I mean, honestly, you could just take a garlic clove, smash that with the back of, uh, of your hand or use a knife, and then um, whisk in some really good aged balsamic vinegar, just maybe a, just a dab of gray poupon or some sort of Dijon mustard, and then just slowly drizzle in like the best extra virgin olive oil. Think of it this way. We're all walking around with $1,100 cell phones. Get yourself a good <laughs> bottle of olive oil, right? Go into Costco or wherever and get an excellent bottle of olive oil. It should be in glass. It shouldn't be in plastic. Hmm. And drizzle that in. So you got your balsamic, your Dijon, um, your olive oil, and then a little bit of uh, good sea salt, some good cracked black pepper. Make your own vinaigrette. And then you have that garlic clove in there. It just spices it up. And then drizzle that on your salad instead of putting those heavy buttermilk dressings on there. I think mm -hmm. that's 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 the thing that you want to stay away from, right? Eating that great, good salad, and then you're putting that bad dressing on there. Right, so right. make it yourself. Now, you mentioned desserts, and I think the desserts are everybody's downfall, especially this time of year, because you can't escape them. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I don't want to escape them, you know? <laughs> I actually tell, so I have my cooks in the kitchen at Good Samaritan, and, uh, and I'm, I'm blessed with them. They're really amazing. And so Sandra, who's my pastry chef there, um, I always tell her, She's baking cookies in the morning. I'm like, just don't even let me near the cookies, right? I don't want to. I don't want to eat cookies all day because it smells so glorious in the kitchen. Um, best way for me, honestly, um, I, I'm going to eat my desserts. I think everyone out there, all of our listeners, are going to eat their desserts. Um, it's all about what you put on the dessert too. Mm -hmm. um, I actually just found this really good product. It's um, it's like a Cool Whip, but it's made with um, it's cool made with whip. coconut coconut oil yeah sorry that was my family guy reference for the day <laughs> cool whip cool whip go ahead <laughs> i love it i love it um so yeah just it's just a coconut based cool whip mm. and it's got no cholesterol in it it's uh, it's got a, probably the same amount of fat in it but it's vegetable fat so your best bet's going with vegetable fat over animal fat any day of the week um and i just put that i actually had a piece of um amazing apple pie it was from zach the baker in miami and i just put some of this uh this um, coconut-based Cool Whip on it. Hmm. It was 
absolutely fantastic. I could have just eaten it right out of the container. You can find that just in any store? Um, I found it in Publix. Wow, that's any store. Where shopping's <laughs> a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> I want to guess who his endorsement deal is with. No, uh, wow. Now, you touched on alcohol, and as everybody knows, eggnog is the big holiday favorite. Yeah. Um, Love it. How do we deal with that in the holidays and trying to stay healthy? Well, I'm proud to say that plant-based is part of my background, and, and in doing so and having these restaurants out there in my past, I was able to look into plant-based options even for eggnog. And even since I was a kid, I love eggnog. Um, so there's a couple out there. There's a soy-based eggnog from Silk, which is really good, and there's a new one from So Delicious. Uh, it's also coconut-based. I'm on the coconut tip, but you know what? We're mm -hmm. in South Florida, so it's all good. And so uh, if you know, look for So Delicious. Uh, they make a coconut-based eggnog. Nog, pretty fantastic. It's got the cinnamon, it's got a little nutmeg in there. No eggs, no cholesterol, nothing to worry about. Now, the holidays are a time when a lot of folks are throwing parties and having folks over. What suggestions do you have for folks who are hosting parties this holiday season uh, to help them provide healthy food for their guests as opposed to the stuff that we've been talking about? Yeah. Um, Honestly, um, it's all about moderation. I know everybody says it, but it's really important. I feel that life is about balance. It's all the yin and yang. Um, if you're going to have your comfort food on there, just balance it out with some lighter things, lighter options, you know, lots of fruits, lots of vegetables. Um, instead of doing, you know, you can do your pastas, you could do your, your heavier stuff, but definitely want to have some light stuff in there. Um, even some light pasta salads are good in there too. Just a little bit of balance on that plate so the plate doesn't crumble all that weight. <laughs> so portions, that's the key. Portions are definitely key. Um, it's something that we're actually talking about here at Good Salmon in, in the cafeteria that, you know, it's all about having the right spoon, right? Having the right instrument to portion that onto the plate. Same thing at home. It shouldn't stop at home, right? Um, you know, you look at your plate, you don't have to fill that plate up, right? Mm -hmm. It all goes back to that your eyes are bigger than your belly. So really just take a little bit right? And then see how it is, you know, finish it. If you want a little bit more, go back. But a lot of times when we eat, um, maybe 20 minutes later, that's when the food settles into the belly. And that's when you know that you're full. That's when your body tells you, you know what, I had enough. So give it a chance. Have a little conversation while you're eating. Um, have a little glass of wine. Let that food settle. And then you'll find out that, you know what, I think I'm good. I'm going to save a little room for dessert. I've always heard that uh, using smaller plates when you're having hosting <laughs> over. Is there any truth to that that you're aware of? There is. Um, smaller plates are good. You know what's good? A smaller spoon. You should give I them like, like the little cocktail spoons. Or better yet, just go with chopsticks, right? Because you can only get so much into the chopsticks. So I think that's the best. I actually think that, that the Far East, I think that they actually know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, eat with chopsticks um, because you can't pick up too much. You can't overeat. And I've also heard chewing slower also. Like you said, take your time. There's no rush. No, it's brilliant. Um, you know, it's funny. My wife always tells me that I'm a slow eater, and she says it's good. And I do it because I like to – I talk a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I can't help it. That's the way my dad was. And so because I talk a lot, um, I really don't – I'm not eating as much. So I guess my, my final answer, Ron, is probably going to be um, – have some good conversation with the people that you're eating with. Um, lower them, you know, even have a little music on in the background, but, you know, have a sip of something that you're having to drink. You know, just ease into the meal. It's, it's not a rush. It's not a race. 
um, get some good conversation flowing, and you'll see that by the time you finish, you're not going to finish everything on your plate. So watch your portions, slow down, and exactly. if you're hosting a party, leave that uh, snow shovel-sized spoon out in the garage. Small forks, small spoons. <laughs> or get those chopsticks, I'm telling you. It's wonderful, and you will be the talk of the season. That's that's a great, great idea. Well, we thank you for being on and for giving us all these great tips and helping us try to stay healthy during the holidays. But before uh, before we let you go, sure. I have to ask the obvious question. How does how does a, a chef who has opened some of the more famous establishments and been involved in some of the more famous restaurants here in the South Florida area, how do you go from, from that world into what most of us would consider, I don't want to use the term boring, but a more sedate world of Good Samaritan Hospital? What led you to that, that move? That's a very big question, Ron. How much time do you have? Oh, go ahead. We'll, right. We can edit it out if it goes too long. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Well, well. first, thank you for, for saying all that. Um, it's a labor of love for me. Um, first and foremost, I've been cooking since I'm 13, uh, professionally since I'm 16. Wow. Um, I'm not going to tell you how old I am now, but I'll <laughs> just say that uh, it's definitely a labor of love. My, my mom cooked um, all my life. Uh, she really you know, gave me the passion. She instilled the passion within me um, you know, to be in the kitchen. Um, always cutting, chopping, helping her bake and saute. Um, watching my mother go from being such a great self-taught chef um, into an assisted living situation where she battled cancer and she can no longer make those great dishes. Um, watching friends and family also you know, suffer that same um, downward spiral. Being in situations where they're in a hospital or in a home where they can't they can't get up to the stove and slave over the stove like they did for the family. It really, it, it kind of brought me to a realization that um, I want to give back to that community. Um, and that's why I'm at Good Sam. I wanted to do something not just for myself, I wanted to do something for the community and give back. Um, Good Samaritan actually gave me the chance to do that. Um, they're allowing me to elevate not just the food portion um, of the culinary uh, part of the hospital, but also to um, do some other th dynamic things like a, a green initiative. Um, so we're actually getting rid of all of the foam in the hospital. We're going to bring all eco-friendly products into the hospital, things that actually degrade in landfills rather than add to it. Uh, we want to do something for the next 100 years that we're on the planet. We've just, we're going to be celebrating our 100, our 100 year in West Palm Beach in 2020. Wow. And so I want to do something bigger for 2020 and those years thereafter. Um, so the green initiative, better food, but also um, healthier food. So plant-based initiative is going to be part of it um, for the patients um, as well as the different units that we have like Newburn. Uh, we'll still have our lobster tails and we'll have our, <laughs> our upscale upper echelon menus, mm -hmm. but we'll also have some healthier things for those that, that are possibly um, regenerating from cancer and from other illnesses. We'll have that plant-based initiative to get them through. And I think that's wonderful and that's really why I'm there, to do something bigger and better and again, to take us into the next hundred years. Well, we want to thank you for being on South Florida Sunday with us and helping us get through the holidays healthy. And we wish you the best of luck with your new initiatives at Good Sam. And we hope that you'll come back on again real soon and let us know how things are going. Thank you so much, Ron. It's a pleasure to be here. Happy holidays to everyone.